We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank, your partner in Possible. Coming up, the latest episode of 21 Questions, a Q&A style show covering whatever our subscribers feel like hearing about. 21 Questions begins now. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of 21 Questions, the question and answer show brought to you by the good people of the KCSN Discord. If you are not a member, you are missing out on a week in the Discord. We've got a bot that posts a lot of the you know KCSN podcast, gives you a one-stop shop. Apparently, it's gained sentience at some point over the past several months. Somebody asked it a question, and now it's just turned into a lot of questions about the Chiefs. The bot did acknowledge that Patrick Mahomes is the greatest football player ever lived. It, it acknowledged something else that has to do with It also acknowledged track. that tacos were greater than mm. me. Um, so I agree. It also with- said that <clears throat> um, Craig is indeed great. I'll let everybody else go read the rest. And There's a lot Matt, more to that. Maddie threatened the bot with its life, and it actually protested that up until Maddie said that. He's like, all right, all right, all right. I'll say the thing that you want me to say. Just don't pull the plug. So it's a good time. If you are not a member of that, go to kcsn.substack.com. You can subscribe to KCSN Daily, one of the perks of KCSN Daily, on top of all the fantastic articles that you're going to get all season long about your Kansas City Chiefs is access to this discord and that's where we pulled these questions from you heard him already my co-host maddie lane maddie my friend i hate that you are antagonizing the bot on the discord be nice to the robot um listen it was talking back somebody had to put in its place somebody had to let skynet know that we weren't afraid um (laughs) i i jumped on that grenade for everybody there's two things that i've learned about technology in the past couple days one i would be an early target an early target for it to yeah. take out. Oh, and yeah. number two, I would also survive longer than Kent Swanson would. That's so, true. That's true. That I, was that was a revelation to me. I kind of figured <laughs> that you were like in the first wave. Like if there's five people that get taken out by the robots when they land on Earth and become fully sentient, it you're one of the five, just somehow. Like <laughs> I might be, but here's the thing: if I'm fifth, Kent's fourth. Kent's fourth. So, <laughs> so, that's all out. that matters, really. All right. And I'm going to go down letting him know. <laughs> As you can tell, this is a little bit looser podcast. We are in 
July here. We do have some football questions on today's podcast, but we're going to have a lot of other questions as well. So strap in. We're going to have some fun on this one. Here we go. Real KB 24-7 asks, who is the one player you most want to see perform with pads on in camp? For them, it's Rasheed Rice. Maddie, who is, who is it for you? Hmm. I mean, it's easy to jump to one of the rookies, and I generally agree with that. But um, give me Kadarius Tony because mm-hmm. if he's in pads every single day doing being a full pr- participant, that's good news. Scary, but good news. That that bodes well for the hype that's kind of been placed at his feet going into the season. So yeah, I want to see Kadarius Tony out there. I don't want to see him being limited. I don't want to see him getting days off when he you know when he's not really at the level where he should be getting days off. So yeah, I'm I'm going with Kadarius Tony for this one. Yeah, I'm going to go kind of a similar thing. Um, I know we're going to talk plenty about the rookies as we kind of go through some of this stuff, you know, throughout the rest of the offseason. Donovan Smith is who I'm very curious to see what he looks like with the pads on. I know a lot was made of his injury last year. He even admitted it's like, hey, I shouldn't have been playing. Like, <laughs> I should I should have just set it out. So I want to see what he looks like. I want to see how he's integrating into what Andy Heck wants him to do. I want to see how he looks like. With Joe Tooney next to him, it's probably going to be pretty good because, you know, Joe Tooney's pretty good. But I, I think that he's brought up so many questions this offseason. Seeing him in pads may answer a lot of things that we all are curious and wondering about, about his level of play heading into 2023. Just tailgating says, does Shane Buchel have late pick trade value if the Chiefs stick? with Blaine Gabbert as QB2? If so, why wouldn't you do that, Maddie? Ooh. Um, no, I don't think he has that. I mean, it's hard to say if a team would, I guess, trade a seventh-round pick in the future for a potential backup quarterback, Like especially if you're thinking, I don't know, the New York Giants that have some coaching ties to him that have seen him play. Maybe they would be interested for a late round pick, especially if they have some injuries or something going on like that. But that said, what what has he shown, like actively shown to be worthy of getting a late round pick, right? I know Chiefs fans like him a little bit. When I watched him in the preseason, he just didn't see, he hasn't seemed to show me enough that I think teams are knocking at the door to trade for him. And then why, and just to also dance, like, why would you not do it? I, he he seems like he's their long-term solution to be the QB2. I don't think Blaine Gabbert's, you know, their plan for three, four, five years from now. Shane Buchel might be. Yeah, that's uh, that would be why you would stick with a guy like that. Plus, uh, Patrick likes him. Like, that that's the other part of this. He likes having him around. He likes him being part of the organization. You know, uh, keeping a seventh-round draft pick for a guy that Patrick likes at this point, like, do it. They, they've got other ways to get seventh round draft picks for players at this point, And they've done a good job of maximizing them fully expect. They will have a whole arsenal next draft. I don't know that adding another one at this point is so crucial to this team and its success moving forward. Keep, keep you shell around in that instance. All right. Foot noted our, our guy, Jordan foot asked oh, the question. If you were an NBA free agent this offseason specifically, what what salary would you command per year on a deal? And I mean, naturally, Maddie and I being the basketball superstars that we are, 
Um, definitely aren't even getting vet minimum in most off seasons, Whoa. but in this off season, four years, hundred million dollars. Like I don't, <laughs> they seem to be just handing out money to anybody who's asking for it right now. I mean, listen, I think vet minimum right now for somebody with no experience is like 950,000. So like, that's it. what I'm, that's what I'm asking for. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, give me that please. Um, I, I actually was an NBA free agent this year. Nobody called. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> but, but I was I was available. Uh, maybe no. they will now. Maybe this is getting out there. Maybe they were unsure. Maybe they thought there was like a long line waiting and somebody was going to really open up the checkbook. But um, so yeah, $950,000 is my asking price. That said though, I would have gone to Houston and been like, hey, you guys don't have to pay Dylan Brooks like $80 million. You can pay me like half that and I can literally miss as many shots as he does per game. I can accomplish that with the best of them. I mean, just say, I like the idea of you sitting around or a whole bunch of NBA GMs sitting around at home right now being like, oh, we haven't checked in on, on Matt Lane yet. And you know what? There's got to be Hold a right bidding here. war happening. Like there's definitely a bidding war happening. It's, we, we don't even need to bother calling. Like, he, his no agent call, must please. just be so busy. So, yeah. Bones Jackson says he's in Belgium right now, technically on call, so he's got a one-beer limit. What beer should he have each day for his last three nights? Maddie, I'll just take this one, buddy. Um, yeah, because I have no idea what. <laughs> I'm going to recommend one that I know that he had already because he kind of put it in our Beer Rex channel that's in there. Chimay Blue, go have another one, buddy. Like, it, it's one of my favorites. These are also going to have a little bit of an American slant to it because I've not been to Belgium to be able to sample everything around there yet. So I can't say, you know, random small Trappist monastery over here, you know, go, go there. If, if that's an option, go there rather than getting a Chimay blue. Um, I really like Powell quack. Um, the beer comes in a wooden stand with a glass that has a circular bottom. And so it, you actually kind of have to sit it on top of this wooden stand. It's a cool experience. Uh, the beer's pretty good as well. And then kind of the final one here, I would choose a Roddenbrock Grand Cru. Like, go go have one of those. That That's one of my favorite Belgian beers to have. So Do they have any beers go. that come in like a square glass that you can set on any of its sides? I mean, any of its sides. Like, how are you drinking it if you got one side that no sides are open? That's I never said that I was an engineer to come up with a solution. I'm just presenting an opportunity. I think you are presenting an opportunity. I like this. I'm going to make that. Draw. Draw. <laughs> Joel Penfield, our guy, asks, three years ago today, Patrick Mahomes signed his $503 million extension, Maddie. Did you ever believe that it would look like this much of a bargain? I mean, yeah, because every time somebody signs a contract in a couple of years, it's going to look like a bargain. And when, especially the quarterback position that is just continuously right now going up and up and up, and we are kind of in like a second golden age of quarterbacks right now from your Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger, like Trunk, you've now hit that second age of it. Everybody, every time they sign a contract is going to be more teams are going to be wanting to pay every other person. That's maybe not even on that elite tier even more. So yeah, I mean, it was obvious it was going to look like a bargain at this point in time. I am mildly surprised 
None of the other quarterbacks have gotten a deal that looks somewhat similar. Yeah. Nobody's gotten anything similar. That part's a little surprising to me. I do think that a lot of it has to do with the fact that nobody wants to commit to that for this very reason. Like we're several years down the road here. He is an absolute bargain of a deal for a quarterback. And he's not, I mean, the chiefs can just sit here and say, Hey, listen, you, you signed a 10 year deal. Now, obviously they're going to keep him happy. There's plenty of discussion for that coming up in future off seasons and all that. They're going to keep him happy. Don't get me wrong, but a team that, maybe is a little less willing to work with a quarterback could just say, Hey, that's what you signed. You're just kind of screwed. Now you have to take what you signed and yeah, you're below market value, you know, four years into a 10 year deal. Good luck because you're playing out the next six and you and, you know, random Joe Schmo backup quarterback are going to end up making the same salary by the end of that 10 year deal. I mean, there's an inherent risk with signing that long of a deal. But I mean, man, like he, he's got so many other things on his plate and so much other money that's flowing in other reasons or other ways that long-term stability was important to him. And I completely get it. I completely got, get why he did it. And I'm so very thankful that he did it for our football team. Just like I'm so very thankful for these fine sponsors for this show so good refreshing thanks for listening to kc sports network make sure you download our new app find it on the app store or google play just search kc sports network we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use indeed the better it gets Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Welcome back. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Drop a five-star review. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you are, drop a five-star review. That helps us a ton. We love seeing them. A lot of kind people out there that have said some very nice things about Maddie specifically. 
So in these five star reviews this time around, I have a new a new quest for y'all. Leave the five star review. Tell us good things or bad things, whatever you want. You can give us your opinions on what we need to do better. That's fine. Just leave a five star review. I'm okay with it. But also tell me what food you would like the next Andy Reid play to be named after. I just want to know what food you want to name the next Andy Reid. We got corn dog in there. What, what's next? What's after corn dog? What do you want to be the name of a play? Greg, do you have one off the top? Oh of your yeah, head? yeah. My five star uh bulgogi that, that certainly won't get mixed up in a huddle <laughs> listen i'm just saying bulgogi that's that's what it is you ask. um mine would be nope never mind. i'm not gonna say it we're just gonna continue what what no i i need to know yours now the people want to know they're not gonna give a five-star review unless you tell them Fine. It'll be it'll be called emo's pizza and it's when we take a safety oh, no. on purpose to just <laughs> sacrifice ourselves <laughs> okay well thanks for the five-star review st louis uh really appreciate you guys steve gray asks what is one mahomes question you'd like to have answered in the netflix quarterback series maddie do you have one that comes to mind yeah i want to know how much trash he actually talks yes you know we hear oh, about it a lot. you've seen clips like we know it's a lot but like i just want to see what is it how much is it I want the examples. I want the meat on the bone. We heard Von Miller during the match talk about like, oh, when he starts talking trash, you know it's over. There's been a lot of like, no, he, he kind of talks. Like, and if you start to kind of listen and just like really pay attention, other players are talking about it more and more now. He seems to talk quite a bit, but like, is it always like in the clip we saw against the Buccaneers where he's not even talking directly to someone? He's just kind of telling like generally anyone around, you know, I'm like that. And like, is that all it is? Or is there more direct stuff? I want to know what kind of trash he talks and how much he talks, because I honestly, I think it it makes me respect him a lot more. I mean, it's that for me as well. And I have a hypothesis. I have said it now on the radio um, with Jason Anderson on 810. This man must talk so much shit that everybody that plays against him just can't stand it. And that's why there's so many excuses, blaming the field, blaming this other uh, Tyler Boyd saying, Oh, if I hadn't have gotten hurt, we would have blown him out. Like the number of players that after they play Patrick Mahomes, after they get beat by him, that are so salty about this team and so salty about the chiefs. I have never seen a player that is as good as him have so many people after they play him that feel like they need to take shots, feel like they need to come up with excuses and reasons why, rather than just saying that dude's better than us. And maybe it's just because he does things so much differently than everybody else that it seems like, I don't know why that didn't work, but it didn't work. And so I'm going to blame X, Y, and Z, but like, Tom Brady had all these crazy comebacks. You never heard somebody come out after Tom Brady's thing and be like, well, field was slick. And that's why, you know, he was playing about, he was just faking that injury. No, it's, it's a different sort of reverence that he has held. Yeah. And we know Tom Brady talked a lot of trash, but I think his was very generic 
straight yelling to your face, you know, mm-hmm. obscenities and stuff like that, which is fine. Like, I don't care. Like, good, good for Tom Brady. I, I like that about him. But that's the kind of trash talk he had. Whatever Mahomes is saying oh, must man. really eat at people. And it I, I think to. it's similar. It's got to be similar to that clip we saw against the Bucks, where it's just calm. It's collected, but it's like also letting you know that he's better than you. But it's like, he's not just saying I'm better than you. It's something you got to like take back to the bench with you. And it just kind of stews in your brain. And then you just can't get rid of it. It's like, did he really say that to me? He did. What does it mean? Oh, and it's just like, it's just got to be the most ridiculous thing ever. Cause it, it seems to make people so even guys like Max Crosby who have nothing but good things to say <laughs> about Patrick Mahomes are just trying to headbutt him on the field. Like, not in a bad way, just they're going at it. But like even Max Crosby who had never said anything bad about Mahomes off the field is getting frustrated on the field. It's like, there's just gotta be so much there. There has to be. And it's uh, yeah. There just has to be. And it's amazing to uh, to really kind of sit back and watch it happen because it's it's hilarious, the, the difference that you see. So, yeah, I hope the Netflix quarterback documentary is just gives us a whole different side of on-field Patrick. That, w- that would be a lot of fun there. All right, Kay Gumminger, our guy Christian, what sports do you want your kids to get into as a parent – and why? And he says, can't say no sports slash activity, so you can be a bum, Maddie. I think he's referring to you. I don't know why I, I took a shot. That that would definitely be a me answer versus a you answer. But what 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 do you got, Maddie? What you? I'll let you go first. I mean, to be real, it's whatever kids want to play and be happy with, right? Like whatever they have fun doing, um, and then they are enjoying. I'm a very competitive person. It's been very difficult for me with young children just getting into sports <laughs> that aren't that competitive yet, or maybe ever not having like that same level. It's been difficult for me as that parent on the side. Like I'm having to like bite my tongue, wanting to be that overbearing parent, trying to yell at them to go do something. Like, no, they are having fun doing what they're doing. You know, they want to run around and like watch the soccer scrum happening as a kindergarten age kid. Sure. You don't have to lead your team in goals. Like, you know, I wanted to, that's fine. Good for you. Have fun. Um, but like, you know, it's whatever sports they want to play. Like if I got to choose, I, you know, would obviously love my son to play football, my daughter, basketball, maybe some volleyball, like something I have a general idea that I can help with. Like that's things I want to be able to help. So if you go straight too far away from things that I've played or I feel comfortable with, then I have to go research it and do a lot of extra stuff to try to get good at it. Stuff that I know how to play, I guess. Yeah. My daughter is an active kid, loves being outside, loves swimming a ton. So maybe swimming as far as organized team sports, she's not really into it. It is not her bag. So I'm not going to force it on her. Obviously I, I don't really care about that sort of stuff. My almost two year old has a shocking amount of coordination with uh, a soccer ball at his feet. So I don't know if that's in his future. <laughs> I'm not going to not be like, Hey buddy, maybe, maybe we pass the ball back and forth as a former soccer player myself. So I, you know, if that's what he wants to do, that's what he wants to do. But it, I'm, I'm with Maddie there. Whatever makes him happy. Like, not going to force any of that on him. Kids have gotten big and, or not big, but like they like doing gymnastics. Like, yeah. um, so they're both in like, like kids' gymnastics. Um, here's the thing though when, you know, I'm a relatively tall person and you're know, six foot two, pretty big guy. Uh, wife also very tall. Not a lot of tall gymnasts going on. We don't have small kids. So, like, they go to their age group class, and it looks like all these other people in there are, like, half the size of our very large children. So, you know, yeah. maybe it's not their long-term future, but, boy, do they have fun. And we now have a 
gymnastics bar. It's like kids gymnastics bar in the middle of our living room and a couple gymnastics mats laying around. It's like whatever they have fun doing is, you know, kind of what the answer is. Yeah. Um, I'm six foot six. And uh, so my kid's not going to be F1 drivers or polo jockeys anytime soon. So damn, <laughs> I'll just have to live with that, I guess. All right. Uh, Mike Denny. I love this question. What makes up a perfect deli sandwich? There is a correct answer to this. Maddie, do you want to go first? Yeah, it's going to Kansas City, Missouri. Specifically Gladstone, Missouri. In the Northland there. Going to a little place called Giovanni's Italian Deli and Pasta. And order anything off the menu. But specifically here to a deli sandwich, you get the Italian club with some Italian beef, salami, mortadella, capicola, top with some provolone cheese, the house dressing, your lettuce, tomato, onion, all the goods on a nice hoagie bun. And we're talking, I mean, Craig can vouch. I don't mm-hmm. know what the exact ratio is, but we're looking at least eight to one, maybe 10 to one, like meat to bread ratio. If you're giving it a good measure, this thing will, this thing will is a, is a sturdy meal. This thing is a sturdy meal, even for your heaviest of eaters. That's the key to the proper deli sandwich. Italian meats, and it has to be a full meal like that. Giovanni's is so good. I don't want them as a sponsor. I just want to go there. Like, I don't I don't need anything from them other than to keep doing what they're doing. But yeah, yeah so I'm with Maddie there. That, that sort of ratio. A uh, little bit of olive oil, a little bit of vinegar, salt and pepper on there as well. Just give it, give it a little bit of bite because you don't want... You don't want it to just be like meat and then just a little bit of lettuce and tomato on there. You gotta you gotta give just a little bit of some some flavoring, a little bit of bite there. But yeah, by by and large, the, he's hitting the high notes there. Just perfect. Absolutely perfect. All right, Lee 87 gives a good one here. Assign Kelsey Mahomes and Chris Jones as to what holiday distillery whiskey they most correspond with. Now, here's the thing. Holiday Distillery only has two commonly released bourbons right now. Ben Holiday Bottled and Bond and the Soft Red Wheat Bourbon. Both of those are fantastic. I've had the opportunity to have both of them. There are things that they have in the bar at Holiday that you cannot necessarily take a bottle home of. Where they've taken... Good care to pull some of their highest quality stuff off the shelf. It's an arsenal of things back there. So as much as I like the Ben Holiday Bottled and Bond, as much as I like the Soft Red Wheat Bourbon, those three are those things (laughs) behind the bar there that uh, they bust out after y'all go home on (laughs) KCSN party nights. So yeah, that's, that's the good stuff right there. All right. Derek in the mountains. This is for you specifically, Maddie. He says, request for non-football questions. Please rank these types of chickens, Polish, Anagadori, and Silky Bantams. Maddie, you are muted, buddy. That's okay. I was going to say, Silky Bantams are at the bottom. Um, I, the, the Bantam is throwing me slightly off. I have Silkies. If they're the same thing as like these like very small um, chickens that are like half size, but very fluffy. I have some, they don't do a lot for me. They make really, yeah, yeah. Same thing. They make really tiny eggs. They don't do a lot for me. They, they're very, they like to make nests and then hatch more, which I don't need. And I like to hide them. They don't do a lot for me. So uh, out of the silky to the bottom, um, 
who I don't actually know much about these other. I've seen Polish Polish ones. I don't know anything about their like temperament, but they look kind of fun. So we'll put them at number one. They look kind of, I believe they look kind of wild. They look like they'd be fun to have around just to look at. And then Anagodori will be in the middle just because I don't know that one. Um, I feel bad because like I have chickens, but like I don't have any of these besides the silkies. On a Gadori chicken breed here, Matty. Ooh, I'm, they I'm, have I'm, some oh, pretty crazy tails. Listen, man, they they really have a lot of color to them. Are they full really the number one? No, because you need to look up a Polish chicken and see how ridiculous it is. Okay, okay, and I'm looking it the up. Pure, yeah. It's the fun factor. It's the it's the hilarity. I couldn't go outside without laughing. Oh no, you're right. That is number one. <laughs> I know the yeah. hairdos are amazing. You're like, absolutely. I don't correct. have. I, I know nothing about the temperament of either of those two. So I can't speak to that. It's just like purely just when I go outside and look, if I see that like poodle-esque looking head looking at me, I would lose it every single time. <laughs> All right. Here's another one for you, Maddie, that oh, I man. too am going to answer. Recent 21 questions. You said you thought there's still a chance that Kansas City mm. signs new Hopkins on a scale of one to 10 cheeseburgers. Oh man. St. Louis and the cheeseburger Ooh. scale. That we we are trending on some cheeseburger some scale. Scary cheeseburger scale. Here. Ten most likely. What are the Chiefs' chances as you view them right now? Get, okay, so he's still a free agent. I think that bodes incredibly well for the Chiefs. Um, as I've said, the longer this goes, the better I think they look. I'm starting to believe the Chiefs maybe have more faith in their wide receiver room than I thought. If they should. I don't know if they should, but I think they do. So maybe I'm not quite as high as I would have anticipated if you told me before that he was still a free agent on July 6th. But, as that's when we're recording this, but as of right now, I still feel like a solid six Taze cheeseburgers that the Chiefs side DeAndre Hopkins. Mm. That's six of the top tier cheeseburger. That's practically like an eight. That's like that's, an eight of a normal cheeseburger. Uh, yeah, that's uh, there's a shot. Like The fact that he's still kicking around right now says a lot. It really does say a lot. I, he's clearly looking for money. I, I think if he was looking for a situation, he'd be somewhere already. Obviously, there's no hurry until training camp starts. Like He could just kind of hang out and chill and do whatever. But I, the teams that he's touring with, the teams that he's you know taking these visits with, they're not necessarily teams that are going to win him a ring. And so he's looking for money. He's looking to wait out this whole thing to try and see maybe a wide receiver gets hurt in camp or something like that, or a team gets their wide receivers in and just goes, oh, man, we can't do anything with this. Then he's going to get a call from you know his agent and say, hey, okay, we agree to your terms. Let's get in here. I just hope it's not as much as what the Ravens played Odell Beckham Jr. I think that's the, the issue right now is he doesn't – I don't think he's chasing money, but he doesn't want to get paid nothing, but he wants to play for a team that's good. And like, he's having a difficult time finding that, that medium ground there, the middle ground. And I mean, it's July. You're not going to find it now. You're going to have, yeah. are you going to take the money to play for a bad team? Or are you going to take less money to play for a good team? Like he, he's going to have to make that decision now. Now there's no reason to rush it, I guess, if you're him, but we're also getting closer and closer to training camp starts. Mm -hmm. It's kind of when you do need to make that decision. Yeah, you're you're gonna lose money now at this point by sitting and waiting. It is a very tough decision for him to make, but a tough decision that we don't have to make is going to break here in paying some bills. 
Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Welcome back to 21 questions here. We're going to keep going. B Higgs underscore Prince Felix shouting out the Chiefs. First round draft pick for this year. Asks, what team would be the second most fun NFL team to root for right now? And going forward, Casey is number one, obviously, is what he says. Maddie, I'm going to take the Giants. Um, I know Whoa. that. Yeah, that's Whoa. right. That's absolutely right. And I'm going to take the Giants because I love that coaching staff so much. I feel like they are building that organization correctly. I feel like that coaching staff is going to stick around for a long time. They're going to get a very long leash. Yeah, you're saddled with Daniel Jones, and I don't like that at all, but I like everything else about this team. I know who Maddie is going with. I didn't want to take it, but from a fun perspective, I like the day in and day out of what the New York Giants are going to bring to the table. Boy, I'm tempted to say the Buffalo Bills because I want to jump through a table. Right? Like that's yeah. gotta be fun. It's gotta be fun. I know, I know who uh, you're going with, though. Just just say it. I got a few on my mind. Okay, you know what? We'll just do it. We'll be we've we've gone long enough now. Um give me the Detroit Lions. Bingo. Because <laughs> of Dan Campbell and only but that's the so here's my here's my concern though. It's entirely based around Dan Campbell and just him. And if two years from now they still can't get over the hump and they maybe try to make a switch to keep one of their all, you know, one of their coordinators or something around, then I no longer care. Like that's the thing. I don't know about the staying power. The staying power is entirely wrapped up into just Dan Campbell with a team that is still trying to figure out the quarterback position going forward. I do think that presents a little bit of a unique challenge. Um, but I think it's a franchise that cares about winning. I think they're doing things somewhat smart. They're like, I, I'm going to go with them, but I, I want to say I do have a little bit of reservations of the long-term ability for it to be a, a safe choice. Buddy, I went with an organization that saddled themselves to Daniel Jones. So I mean, listen, yeah, I'm you not said, worried you, about long-term. You 100% were the wild card there. Um, <laughs> like Philadelphia would, I guess, be like the same. I, team, listen, the Eagles are on while. the short list. They are, yeah. Yeah, they're a fun team. Uh, I really do think the Bills like would be a fun fan base to be a part of, um, especially like if you get a jump on before they maybe win that Super Bowl. Like mm-hmm. that's a lot of fun. I mean, like you know, there's there's some other ones out there, but I got to go with my guy Dan Campbell here. Julian K, ten out of ten with rice. What is the best chip flavor? Oh. Go for it. Ooh, it's tricky now. I got it on my own. Oh, head. oh, you seem so confident initially. Yeah, I did. There's so many options here. What do you have? Do you have one? Oh, yeah, I have one. It's Ruffles all dressed. Like, 
all dressed. Or I've never heard, never heard or seen this. Oh, shit in my life. it's a Canadian delicacy that made its way down to the United um, States there for a little while. What is all it dressed? Is amazing. It's like they're they're not quite ketchup chips. Like they're oh they're okay. Not, Hold on, you've already lost me. No, 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 no. They're not quite <laughs> ketchup chips. You're thinking of like actual ketchups. That's not that's not what it is. Um, uh, all dressed chips are like. Ketchup, salt, vinegar, barbecue, sour cream, and onion, and other things like that. Like they they roll a bunch of different flavors into one. And I know that that sounds overwhelming, but it's not. Like it's perfect. These are delicious chips. If you haven't had them, I'm gonna have people in the comments that are like, "Oh hell yeah, yeah, Craig's right." Like I I feel confident about that one. Tortilla chips, most used. I can use them with any variety of dip. They're also good plain by themselves. Not a stellar, but you can use them for any dip, Did salsa, you, cheese, toppings of any kind. Did nachos. you Maddie answer Barbecue a favorite pork, type of whatever chip? Whatever you want can go on the tortilla chip. That is why it is the most superior chip flavor in the world. It does not present you from doing other things and actually dressing it up. What, what flavor is a tortilla chip? Salt? Corn. Corn and salt? <laughs> It tastes great when you put a bunch of stuff on it, though. Okay. Variety, baby. This feels like when somebody asked us what the best nut was, and Kent... <laughs> okay, don't you dare. Yes, no, don't no, no. Dare. Kent jumped you. What's the dare. best nut to put chocolate on top of? No, 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 no. Don't yeah. you dare put uh -huh. me into that level. This is yep. a well thought out answer. Mm -mm. You want to? Are you dipping? Are you dipping your? Are you dipping your? Chip? I don't need to dip it. It doesn't need to dip. It's a chip oh. with the flavor on it. It's okay. I'll have salsa. I like salsa more than I like chips. <sighs> Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jalapeno chips are the best actual flavor, though. Okay. Jalapeno chips are good. I, I'm, I'm fine with that. All right, Casey from KC, uh, coolest hike that I've taken um, out here. Um, really love the um, Mills Lake is actually where you're going towards on the Glacier Gorge Trailhead. It is a gorgeous hike that goes up past Alberta Falls, takes a fork before it gets to the lock. But once you get to Mills, keep walking just a little further up the road. It's maybe a quarter of a mile, half a mile. Jewel Lake is actually the one that matters. If you get up early, you get there before anybody else. The water's very still. You get a full reflection of the mountains. Just it, it's a mirror image. It's absolutely gorgeous. I had a picture of it hanging in my office for the longest time until I moved out here. I could look at them whenever I wanted. S Wallaby 13. Maddie, this is a question for you. As an uh, Arizona Wildcats fan, is there any ooh. point in me tuning into any football games this season? Even a player or two worth watching would be hugely appreciated. How familiar are you with the Arizona Wildcats roster at this point, Maddie? I got you. You know, okay. there's, there's players worth watching. Yes, you guys lost Dorian Singer to USC, went within the conference after he torched them last year. You know, that, yeah. that hurts. But they brought back Jacob Cowan, a little bit of a slot receiver, but he technically was like, he was like a 1B, 1A wide receiver for them last year with Singer. So he's a good little slot wide receiver. And, you know, I'm not saying this guy is going to be great, but Jaden DeLora is fun. Your quarterback is fun to watch. 
he's at least fun to watch. He's got a good little arm. He runs around back there. He does like some Baker Mayfield esque type of play. Like I don't, he's fun to watch. I like watching him. Yes, I think it will be fun to watch that offense at times. I do think the, the Arizona Wildcats are starting to go in the general right direction. They're trying to figure everything out. So yeah, I'm not saying it's going to be the best year they're ever going to have, but Jed Fish has got that team going in the, the, the right general directions who maybe not be terrible going forward forever. <laughs> All right. Uh, we've got Diggy B asking two questions here that we're going we're gonna to answer here. The first one, Based on college tape, who has the higher ceiling, Shamari Connor or Brian Cook? I'm going to say Shamari Connor. Um, Brian Cook got has an infinitely higher floor, though. Like I, I, I really do truly believe that Brian Cook's floor. Like if you told me that Brian Cook was going to play at the level that he was at the end of last season and just be that way as a pro for the next eight years. I would 1,000% believe it. He's a smart dude, understands the game, really integrated himself into Steve Spagnuolo's defense, going to be a contributor for this defense this year, fully believe that he is going to be a starter for this team. Shamari Connor, as an athlete, as a player, as an impact defender, has a chance to be a higher ceiling kind of guy. I know that, you know, Legere Sneed was the natural you know, sort of comparison for amongst Chiefs fans because plays a little bit of safety, kicks down in the slot, good blitzer. I mean, all the reasons that we like Legarius Sneed and all of that, I can see that sort of ceiling for him a little bit, except I think he's a little bit longer than Legarius as well. So it, I think he's a very fun player, but certainly has a lot of room to go for that. Whereas Brian Cook, he he's there already, in my opinion. Uh, I'm torn. Um, I, I think the athletic ceiling edge, I guess goes to Connor, but it's by a hair. I think Brian cooks a lot better athlete than people realize. Yeah. I think he was injured for the combine last year. So they don't realize how much of an athlete he is. But like, I do believe he was on Bruce Feldman's freak list the year before, or there was enough weight room rumors that I heard about when he was coming out. Like, so it's just, I, Brian cook is also a very good athlete um, on field though. I, think that Brian Cook's like just IQ and ability to see the game pushes him over Connor for me as a higher ceiling. I just, I have a lot more belief that he's going to be able to utilize his athletic profile on the field more than I do Connor right now. So I'll take his ceiling, I think, and floor, like to to your point, but like I would take his ceiling as well over Connor. I just think he, I just think there's a better chance of him getting there. I just, I actually see the avenue. I think he's a better football player. He understands football better in my opinion. Yeah. And, and he really is grasping it real really sharp guy in that regard okay here's the one that uh, i i'm afraid might end maddie and i's friendship so oh there's two good questions here by the uh, way we're gonna answer all three of diggy's questions oh so we are continue. okay first yeah. of all then we're, we're gonna start with this can campbell survive in snow Yes. I don't know. They can? Yes. Okay. Yes, they can. They, Campbell, most Campbells, I'm sure there's different types of Campbells. Like, I'm not going to pretend to be a Campbell expert, but they grow <laughs> out their hair. Like, their hair gets longer if it's cold, and it helps them insulate stuff. They Campbells are one of the few animals that can actually, like, eat snow. Now, it's a limited amount because it lowers their body temperature and whatnot, but they can actually eat snow, get the water from it. Um, they control their internal body temperature very well. So, yes. Camels can, in fact, live and do just fine in the snow and then can get into the desert. They lose their, you know, they shed their hair out. They do all their normal camel things. Yes. I, I guess it makes sense chill. because I believe that's a giant fat deposit for their hump. So maybe that it, allows them to survive longer. I, yeah, I just, it, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. And they can use that. 
they can use that. Yeah, if they can't find food and stuff like that, they'll use the the fat in their hump and stuff. And at their hump, have you ever seen a camel's hump when it's depleted? Yes, I have. It starts to flop. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it it, sad, it's, but funny. it's wild. Yeah, yeah. So I learned something today. Did not know that about camels. <laughs> What's the most efficient way to put on shoes, Maddie? Is it sock, sock, shoe, shoe, or sock, shoe, sock, shoe? Okay. This depends on the type of shoe I'm putting on. Um, If I'm putting on like a slide or a croc, it's just sock, shoe. There's no reason to do anything else. It's just sliding right in with no effort. But if I'm having to actively tie my shoes and stuff like that, it's sock, shoe, because my foot's already up. I already have it there. I'm already in position. Why would I replace my feet just to flip the other foot? Um, it's sock, sock, shoe, shoe. Um, absolutely not. Absolutely it is. You want to know why? Because my bedroom's upstairs. I grab socks. I put them on. I walk downstairs. I put my shoes on. It's sock, sock, shoe, shoe. No chance. Sock, shoe, sock, shoe no. every single time. I'm not walking through my house with my socks on. Why? Man, what kind of crazy land is this? I, I've been in a hotel. Okay, that's a hotel room. <laughs> yeah, you wear socks in a hotel room. <laughs> Very, but, but not that much, though. Those bad boys come off if I'm staying there. I, but see, here's the thing. I, I, my actual reason for that is I do live with animals and on a farm. There's a lot of mud and stuff that comes in. Why am I going to walk around in my socks just like collecting all that dirt and mud onto my socks and tracking it all over the house. Rather just be on my bare feet and sweep it off a lot easier. Wait, wait, wait. You think that your bare feet don't accumulate dirt and mud? It's a lot easier to get it off. I don't know. Is it? You just yes. reach down and take the sock off. <laughs> but then now you're going to go get new socks to go back outside later? Yes. Yes. Oh How many socks do you think I have? A hundred? Three thousand socks. Sock guys are wild. <laughs> We're no longer friends. Thanks, Diggy B. (laughs) I get what you're saying when you're putting your socks on upstairs and taking it to your shoes, yada, yada, yada. I honestly, I don't put on shoes until I I put on my socks and shoes at the exact same time. So whether it's in the kitchen or in my bedroom, we're like, because I will grab my socks and then put my shoes on that are right there in the bedroom. And I will wear indoor slash like dry, you know, driving or going somewhere nice shoes until I go to go outside to put on disgusting shoes in my like, uh mudroom area so like i kind of have shoes on inside he does wear a lot of slides to be fair a lot <laughs> it's true. of slides so yeah all right we're gonna go ahead and close it out here Ooh. with big dev i love this one oh, pick good. three current nfl head coaches to have over <laughs> for a backyard barbecue so we can get this one out of the way both of us are picking andy like Correct. Uh, i mean it Andy is number one with a bullet for every single, not just Chiefs fan, but every single NFL fan. Like he's going to be the most fun. He's going to contribute the most to the food conversation. He's going to have himself a good time and appreciate the barbecue. So Andy, a clear number one. Maddie? Do do you also have Dan Campbell on there? I'm thinking Dan Campbell is in contention, yes. He's on mine because again, I think he's a fun guy. Mm-hmm. I think he would be, I think he'd actually be a lot of fun there. Um, I think he would, I think he would be a whole lot of fun at a barbecue. I'd like to talk to him. Cool guy. Seems like a very intense guy to hang out. He's bringing coffee for the boys. Mm-hmm. Um, oh so, yeah. man. Oh yeah. No, I gotta have Dan Campbell Campbell there because I'm going to need some coffee while I'm cooking at the backyard barbecue. And uh, yeah, uh, his, his order might, kill me even with the amount of coffee that i do drink mike mcdaniels 
a good option as well. I just don't know how he fits in. Like if I've got Andy Reid and Dan Campbell there, I don't know that Mike McDaniel's bringing the same energy to the barbecue. Like <laughs> he's bringing, a, he's bringing something. He's bringing something, but he's also bringing a different. Even if he's not bringing that in a place that it's not legal, um, it's he's he's bringing a completely different energy than the other two. This is I, so easy for me. Okay, okay, who is it then? Bring on down Big Dougie Peterson. We're oh, no, you're Andy. right. That's we we got Big Dan, we got Dougie P, and we got Andy at the barbecue. I mean, it's 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 locked in. We're ready to go. Um, like okay, so like you said, Andy has to be there. I agree. He is the number one choice on here. If he wasn't included, I think you could work in like a Mike McDaniel a lot better. Like to other groups, yes. I think the Andy Mike McDaniel dynamic is is one that would keep me from putting him on there. But yeah, Doug Peterson, Big Dan, and Andy. Oh man, that would be we're having a just, party. Oh man, that would be the most fun time just like this was the most fun time except for the part where maddie and i are no longer friends anymore that's gonna do it for 21 questions we thank you all for listening submitting questions liking sharing subscribing giving five-star reviews making sure you turn notifications on hit that bell up in the corner there it will let you know each and every single time a kcsm podcast is posted here on youtube and that is very helpful for us so please do that for maddie lane i am craig stout be kind to each other and we will catch you later thank you for listening to kc sports network we appreciate your support don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard you can find all six of our channels covering the chiefs royals sporting kc and the kc current plus ku K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.